Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we are here to bring you all the action from day 11, the Natsu Basho taking place in Tokyo, Japan, where as they kicked off Moguchi today, it was a beautiful uh, 23 degrees Celsius, 74 degrees Fahrenheit and a very comfortable 49% humidity. Oh, that sounds much nicer for today. What day is it? It's Wednesday for a nice Wednesday in Tokyo, day 11. And before we get into all the action, I did want to say we've been receiving a whole lot of uh, emails and messages that are just really lovely. And I just wanted to thank anyone who'd taken the time to get in touch with us um, and talk about Sumo. Thank you. It's just really lovely to hear from everyone and a big thank you for listening to Sumo Mainichi. And we, we did some talking today with um, Corey and Siggy from the Dallas Sumo Club. They've been our mates for a while, our sumo mates for a while. They're putting on a really exciting event coming up in Dallas on June the 11th. It's the Cowboy Cup where there's going to be a whole lot of sumo going on. It's not in Australia. I mean, that's a problem. Could no, be but, in Melbourne. But we've st- <laughs> So you're saying that. that in 2023 that Melbourne should host the Dallas Sumo Club's Cowboy, Cowboy Cup. Cup. All right, we're offering right now. It's on the table. <laughs> We've got a fairly big backyard. We do actually. We probably yeah, could put down could a doyo. Get a doyo there. Actually, do you know Ben sent me, friend of the podcast, Ben, because uh, we were talking about a bath yesterday and an onsen, like a hot tub that somebody had built in the shape of a doyo. So it was a doyo, but with a big hole in the middle and it was filled with steaming, piping hot water. Don't mix business with pleasure. <laughs> so we put one one for fighting, one one doya for the Cowboy Cup, and then there's just a onsen doya <laughs> next to it. So we're promising a lot at this point. Uh, it was so lovely to, to speak to them. And the reason I bring it up right now, we'll be speaking more about the Cowboy Cup, but uh, was their predictions for or the, who they'd like to win. I always find it really interesting <clears throat> to hear who people would like to get the U-show. Absolutely. And this particular basho is... Uh, you would say quite hard to predict, but we pushed them and, yeah. and <laughs> we pushed them hard. Tell us, tell us. Corey was tipping Tamawashi. Yeah. And I like that Yeah, because, you know, Tamawashi, he, he makes you love him. And, uh, and Corey shared also that the, the first basho that they watched Tamawashi won. So I know there's a lot, there's yes. a lot of sentimental feelings behind that pick. Siggy, uh, went for Aoyama. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan. Love it. Love it. And very keen for him to pick up a Yusho. I mean, he came, came a little bit close before and now he was looking good. So we'll see how those guys go today. We'll get straight into Jurio though. Atami Fuji, he left the pack nipping at the heels of Tokashoryu today. He was defeated by a stronger Daimami. Daimami does look pretty solid this time around. Atami Fuji, 7-4 Daimami, the same score. Asano Waka, he also fell off the leader pack, falling all over the place in his loss to Tohakuryu. Tohakuryu can do that to you, it seems. Both these guys as well are on 7-4, so that's that's four so far. Ryuden, finally, he staved off a very enthusiastic Hirada Umi. That was a hard matchup for him to move to 7-4 and four as well. And Hirada Umi... Also seven and four. Seven four is so hot right now. <laughs> it's the only way to be. Yeah, it's a very, very trendy score to have. Tsurugishaw made short work of Yusho leader Tokashoryu. 
Tsuru Gisho and Tokashori are both on 8-2, which is a refreshing change from 7-4. Yep. Yep. Uh, Chiyonokuni had to beat Yago twice today after a Torinawa. She was called Chiyonokuni still on the road to Kachikoshi at 4-7. You and, enjoyed that, didn't you? Oh, I loved this one. Yep. I love that I got to see two bouts where Chiyonokuni <laughs> won. That's a good day for me. Uh, Yago, unfortunately, Makakoshi on 3-8. and eight. Hidenumi overcame Nishiki Fuji in a drawn out affair. Now, would you believe me if I told you that <laughs> here are two more Rikishi on 7 4? The yes. other winners we had today Kaisei, Kaisho, Taka Kento, who absolutely smoked Enho. Wow. Dei Shoho, who beat Tochimaru. Now, Tochimaru, we've seen him do the wild Supati attacks. Yeah, really over the quickly. Last <laughs> dunk, 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 dunk. <laughs> he just wore himself out a little bit today, Aww. which was uh, funny to see. Chio Orashi won as well as Shimizu Umi. Now, some bad news. So if you're not sitting down, I suggest mm. sitting down, maybe putting a cup of tea on, because I'm here to tell you that Shohozan went Makakoshi today, as did Akua. Mm. Shohozan, the one for me, just hits you in oh. the feels a little bit, doesn't it? He's Jurio 12. Yeah. Mm, hard. Not great news for him or for us. The leaderboard. So on eight wins, Tsurugisho and Tokoshoryu. And then on seven, it's the the pack just all hanging out together. Ryuden, Tohakuryu. Tohakuryu. Yeah, he's yeah, come up no there as well. Wow. That was a surprise even though I read that out before. Daishoho, Dayamami, Nishiki Fuji, Asanawaka, Hiradumi and Atami Fuji. He's still clawing his way uh, into that pack. Yeah, so Jurio as interesting as ever. Let's move straight on to the top division, Makauchi. The first bout of the day we had Jurio visitor Mitoru up against Yutakiyama and Yutakiyama looked in complete control as he stayed close to Mitoru out of the touchy eye. Finish this bout off with a powerful Norua attack. Oshidashi win for Yutakiyama. Yutakiyama carefully making sure Mitori was okay in the end, keeping him up on the doyo. Take a lesson from this young Ichi Yamamoto. This was definitely a win that he should have gotten, he needed to get, and he did get. So a relief for him, Yutakiyama, five and six. Mitori, the Jurio visitor, Jurio three is four and seven. He's now on the road to Kachikoshi. Kodokuzan came up against Chiyoshoma. There was a mata and Chiyoshoma, he looked furious with Kodokuzan. He pushed him back and he did. I'm not up for this, mate. Chiyoshoma then got a quick left-hand grip. He withstood Kodokuzan's shoves to try to remove him. He was not removed and he took Kodokuzan back and out. Yeah, pretty straightforward win for Chiyoshoma, although he, it looks like he's limping. It does. It does. That right foot, it's heavily bandaged. We've seen it over the last couple of days seemingly get worse. Yeah. You couldn't tell it out on the doyo today though. No, he moved really, yeah. really well. I went on a bit of a journey and watched all of his bouts today, actually, just to check when the bandage appeared. It was day one, he didn't have it. But from day two, that foot has been heavily bandaged. I feel like the bandages are getting heavier over the last few days and the limp is getting more pronounced. We, mm. we didn't notice it at the start, but I think he has fallen off the doyo a couple of times, landed on it, yeah. and I think it's starting to take its toll. So you did layer up in your video editing program, 11 bouts, yeah. layering yep. the, lowering the opacity. What yeah, was it like to experience all of the bouts at the same time? Oh, it was great. And the one that really stood out was, uh, was his <laughs> haircut. It was fantastic. Chiyoshoma, <laughs> 5-6 with that win. Korokuzan, 1-10. and 10. Meisei up next against Nishikigi. 
Meisei charged straight into a belt lockup with Nishikigi, and they held up for quite a time here. Meisei, he was the one to initiate, dropping his right hand. He was trying to throw Nishikigi across his body here. Nishikigi, however, stayed balanced. He forced himself forward into Meisei. Meisei would not give up on this throw, still trying it, but Nishikigi's pressure was too much. Meisei crashed down. Nishikigi on top of him. Yeah, he could not get Nishikigi down, could he? Just splayed the legs and uh, stayed up no matter what position Meisei put him in. Meisei, I thought he channeled a bit of floppy shodai here. He was just kind of flouncing around. It's not the right word, but he was just wondering what happened here. He was frustrated or something. And even walking out, his his head was low. And he, he... it gives the feeling that he really is wondering where that one went wrong. But it went mm. wrong because Nishikiki was was so stable and picked up that one more win to take him to five and six at Maegashira 10. Very important for him and may say he's five and six at Maegashira 13. Okanumi came up against Midori Fuji. Midori Fuji fighting relatively late in the day, you could call this. Okanumi, he originally <laughs> got his arms on the inside. But... Then he changed to the outside as Midori Fuji got the Morozashi, the hug position. Okunumi then locked the elbows down hard into the hips. Midori Fuji was stuck into one position and was forced to step back and over. He was up on tiptoes on the Tawara. Of course, he tried to twist, but uh, it was a no-go. I said he stepped over way earlier. But he did. <laughs> uh, Midori Fuji just did not want to go over the bales here. No, he did did he? Uh, look, very positive signs from Okanumi. And he looked very effective, as you said. Once those arms were locked up, he knew it was his. Uh, and I would say that's probably one of his more convincing efforts, this Basho, Okanumi. Moves to five and six with that win. Midori Fuji, six and five. Azamari was up next against Tochinoshin. Toshinoshin, no surprise. He went straight onto Azamaru's belt out of the touchy eye and he drove Azamaru back. Azamaru did well to rotate Toshinoshin around with an arm lock, but Toshinoshin re-established the double belt hold in the middle of the doyo. Azamaru didn't have too many options here. He, he tried to match that double belt grip, but he was in Toshinoshin's comfort zone here. Toshinoshin, also in his own comfort zone, lifted on the back of Azamaru's belt and hauled him across the Tawara Yorikiri. Just so impressive. He's won seven of the last eight uh, bouts now. Wow, fantastic. And again, not only able to get out of trouble, but also to keep his Morozashi and to drive forward. This is uh, not a man who's ready to give up, it looks like. Yeah, which I don't think something I could have safely stood behind yeah. uh, a few basho ago, but so, so impressive still, Tochinoshin. With that win, seven and four, Azamaru, five and six. Come on, Tochi. Kodoshoho and Chiyotairu were the next opponents. And firstly, a correction to something I said yesterday. I think I cast aspersions on Chiyotairu's sideburns. Uh, no, you referenced them. I referenced them as being good in the past. I had a look at them today. They're not bad. Yeah. They're just a little bit fuzzier than they once were. They're not as thick coverage, yeah. but I feel like he's in the midst of growing them back. And I wanted to show him a little appreciation good. for that work and say that his sideburns are actually looking quite good. Formal apology. 
Then, at the Tachia, Chiatairu, he delivered a right-hand slap so hard it turned Kodoshoho's head and body to the side, and that paved the way for a huge body thrust from Chiatairu. He loves to uh, bundle himself at his opponent. And then he followed up with two more heaves, one arm push, and Kodoshoho was down and out, mostly out. <laughs> you know uh, Chiatairu can consistently deliver great thrusting attacks, but what I thought he did really well today was to keep his feet under him. So when Kodoshoho retreated, Chiatairu was just always there. Yeah, yeah. Another ricochet who has had a stellar, uh, you know, last week, Chiatairu has won seven of his eight last bouts. Oh, that's the same, same as Tochinoshin. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> So incredible stuff for Chiatariu at Maegashira 13, now moves to seven and four. Great work. Uh, Kodoshoho five and six there. Myogiryu up against Teretsuyoshi. Another day, another henker from Teretsuyoshi. Myogiryu, though, turned to face Teretsuyoshi quickly here, but Teretsuyoshi was low and he drove forward hard in this all or nothing approach and he forced Myogiryu to step over the bales Yori Kitty win for Teretsuyoshi. He has to be overtaking Chiyoshoma now as the Henker King for sure. This has to be our next competition if we want it to focus on the Henker again, <laughs> which we do. Uh, yeah, he's become that guy. And to me, it's a it's a little bit disappointing. I, I don't hate the Henker overall, but I... Don't you? <laughs> no. When we started, I was very fierce about saying that it was, a, it was an allowed move. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, you're allowed to get yourself an easy win. I remember saying that a number of times. But I guess the time that I find myself not liking it is when it's employed. Well, it's the opponent for me. That's a very big part of it. But also it's when it's employed over and over again uh, as an easy way out by someone like Teretsuyoshi who can do good, bigger guy, not big guy sumo, but bigger guy sumo. And he sort of just has to resort to, to something like that. It's okay. It picks him up a win. And, and at the end of the day, that's just a one in that column. So that's fine. He's four and seven. He's on the road. He needs that win. But I don't know. I would also like to go on record to say this is, was a dog act. Yeah, okay. It has to be said. We'll call it. Yep. <laughs> Miyogiri, he is five and six. Shimano Umi up against Ichi Yamamoto. And Ichi Yamamoto, he took Shimanumi by the throat. But Shimanumi, he ducked low. And Ichi Yamamoto put his hand on the back of Shimanumi's neck. He could not resist that pull. He tried to tug down. But then it looked like he was on a bit of a funny angle and it looked like he slipped and was rolled down, didn't it? Yeah, well, I watched a couple of slow motion replays to try to see what influence Shimanumi had on this particular bout. I think Ichi Yamamoto <laughs> slipped over. Uh, it was given Oshi Taoshi, which is the push down. Uh, look, magic moments though in the Hanamichi. As Ichi Yamamoto uh, greeted his <laughs> Tsukebito, they shared a laugh. Yeah, he was lol, having lols. Now, I mean, just on its own, that makes me realise that Ichi Yamamoto, he understands the, you know, the beautiful art and science of sumo, that some days you're just going to fall over. Yeah. It's nothing to get worried about. But the fact that on 8-3... Yeah. Yeah, he could do this that. This loss yeah. like, affects his Yusho chances. Yeah. So the fact that he could be so light about it just makes me think uh, that he's taking a very, very positive approach to his sumo at the I moment. I mean, you don't want more competitive spirit from him? or I, I found it refreshing as well, oh, I found it refreshing. I mean, what are you going to do? Go home and beat yourself up about this? Yeah. He slipped over. Yeah, and there's so much stoic behaviour. There's so much, you know, oh, yeah. and as you say, beating yourself up that... 
It's just a bit, just, of a, you, a bit of fresh. You can't take yourself too seriously. Now, Shimanumi, it looked like he didn't uh, have much to do today, which is good because what I've heard is that they locked in the wines. Oh. It's a very, very crucial part of a wedding. And obviously, uh, Shimanumi and his soon-to-be bride, they went for a wine tasting yep. this morning. Now, don't worry, a spit bucket was used <laughs> for Shimanumi. He was just swishing it about. Oh, yeah. Just... Uh, because you can get surprisingly drunk from wine tastings. Like you think I'm just having a couple of sips and then 72 sips later. I agree with everything. Falling off the stool. I agree with everything you said there apart from the term surprisingly. <laughs> uh, now, Not that we've ever done it. Shimanumi prefers his red wine chilled, which is a very common thing in Japan. Uh, so you do need to uh, look for a lighter red that handles uh-huh. that kind of temperature. Uh so uh, great for him to have an easy day out on the doyo. Seven and four, Shimanumi now. Mm. Very, very close to his winning record. Well, that snuck up on me. <laughs> Certainly snuck up on me. Uh, Ichiyamamoto, eight and three. I have to tell you a super quick story where, that my brother and I always tell. When we were little, we went to a wine tasting with our parents and there was this group next to us that got super drunk and the guy just yelled out, uh, put it all put it all on my credit card and just oh, kind geez. of and threw this credit card behind the bar. And then later when we were leaving, he, he'd lost it. <laughs> he was just telling the rest of the group just because he was so drunk from the tasting. He was just screaming about how he'd lost his it's credit card. It's such a power move to just throw your credit card at someone. Yeah. I love it. It's a I real vivid it. memory for my brother and I because we were like, I don't know, five and ten and yep. we're like, what's going on over there? <laughs> that guy's weird. All right. Well, the next uh, two Rikishi up on the doyo. We had Oho and Koroeko. Oho looked big and strong out of the touchy eye. He was just looming above Koroeko here and really pressing that size advantage. But somehow Koroeko resisted at times pushing upwards and yeah. underneath just yep. this mountain of Oho. Uh, Koroeko eventually slowed the pace of this bout down to a standstill, which I think he really needed to do here. After a lockup, Oho pulled before driving Kotoeko back to the bales. But Kotoeko took this charge here, twisted Oho down. This was beautiful sumo and didn't Kotoeko look happy about it? Yeah, he did. When he accepted his uh, his win, he had a happy face for Kotoeko. It's, it's hard to read, but like we were saying <laughs> yesterday, yeah. we could tell. We know Kotoeko. <laughs> I like that you said the thing about pushing up because I noticed it today with a later out. And I kind of feel like, you know how sometimes it's harder to walk downhill than uphill because of the strain. Sometimes I think it's harder to push down at these little nuggety, smaller. I mean, Kotoeko is not small, but he's smaller than Oho. And it's harder to sort of push down and get as much purchase Mm. as Kotoeko was getting in this um, circumstance. Oho beat him in January this year. And so it really was good for him to come back this time around um, with Oho newly back in Makuichi and... Get the win. Great So stuff. he is five and six, Kotoeko. Oho is the same score. Takara Fuji, he came up against Kagiyaki Magashira 17 in trouble and this was more like it from Takara Fuji. He didn't do heaps but at least he moved to the side as Kagiyaki advanced under his arms, looked a bit more stable and he found a good angle to push Kagiyaki down. Maybe this was... I thought a little bit more of an own goal from Kagiyaki got sort of turned around mm. and, and couldn't quite regain his spot. 
Yeah, it was interesting. So we're seeing Takarafuji today completely abandon the stand and endure strategy. That has not served him very well, this Basho yeah, at all. Yeah, He's on two and nine with this win. Uh, and then suddenly looks great moving sideways. Yeah. And, and as you said, this really unsettled Kagiaki. I'm not sure if he wasn't expecting it. Maybe his mindset was, I'm just going to have to go in straight and hard against Takarafuji. Yeah, it worked. Takarafuji. He's won two of his last three or four bouts. I can't remember <laughs> the stat, but huge stuff from him. He's two and nine. The other story, I mean, Kagiaki now, after a promising start, he's now lost six of his last seven bouts. Yep, yep. He's on the road to Kachikoshi now at four and seven, and it might be a fairly brief stay in <laughs> Makuchi for him. A couple of Although basho. he does get treated very well in the Banzuke. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he, he could probably go six and nine and stay there. <laughs> he probably could. The next bout of the day was Sadunumi up against Wakamoto Haru. Sadunumi, he was flawless in this bout. He moved quickly to get on Wakamoto Haru's belt. Wakamoto Haru worked uh, his hands around the back of Sadunumi's belt. But while this was happening, Sadunumi took the time to steady his feet. Then Sadunumi picked Wakamoto Haru up, stepped him out and across the, or towards the Tawara, I should say. Wakamoto Haru here put up a huge effort, mm. bent back tried to stay in. Um, they both crashed down, but uh, Wakamoto Haru went down first. Yeah. Again, firstly, I'd say be careful, Wakamoto Haru, because yeah. we don't want you removed from our sumo lives through injury mm. this early. Don't fall backwards always on the Tawara. But he did today. But the big news is uh, Sadunumi Kachikoshi. He got his Kachikoshi interview and, yeah, he... He's not the most smiley guy in the world, but you could tell that he enjoyed it. Wakamoto Haru, he's never beaten him. Is that true? Mm. Yeah, interesting. So uh, he didn't again today. Great news for Sadunumi. They did also fall on Tobizaru, so it's just always worth thinking that it's not only you that you're taking out, it's the person you're falling on. Yeah, I don't love it. Don't take out Tobizaru. You know, I'd yeah, be mad. Yeah, you've got to try and good on you, but yeah, not Tobizaru. <laughs> Sadunumi. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it together at the same time. <laughs> eight and three. Wakamoto Haru is six and five. Ura and Aoyama. Up next, we'll see what Aoyama can do for Sigi today. Ura went straight in with his arms around Aoyama's big body. He came up from below. This was another case where I thought about that pushing upwards. Aoyama with one leg forward tried to push Ura back, but he was just so high and Ura plunged forwards. Aoyama stepped out and then as he lost, did you see his little oh, shove yeah. of Ura? I don't think it was a little shove. No. He sent him back to his side of the yes. dojo at great speed. <laughs> I think he was a bit annoyed. I thought this was clever sumo today from Ura and much more positive in the approach, going straight for the belt of Aoyama. And it seemed to me as though he just waited until Aoyama tried something and that's when he threw all of his weight in and moved the much bigger ricochet. Kachikoshi mm. for Ura. That's not going on me There you go. <laughs> at Maegashira 6, yeah, I mean, I can't believe he's only lost three. Aoyama, uh, still looking for that Kachikoshi, his seven and four. Kiribayama up next against Tobizaru. Tobizaru, he was determined to get in close here uh, early, but Kiribayama defended well. Eventually, Tobizaru found his way in close. He was looking for the belt, but Kiribayama defended well and Tobizaru came up empty-handed. This bout, though, opened up when Kiribayama slipped to the side of Tobizaru, got a hand uh, on the front of the belt and a hand on the back. 
And from here, there's not much Toby Zotto could do as he was uh, driven uh, over the bales. Yachty Kitty win for Kiribayama. I find it really hard to perceive Kiribayama's bouts sometime. I just have to go with the vibe of them. And his vibe is just looking really great. I really love that final move where he dropped down low and sort of heaved upwards at Toby Zotto to reset both their positions. I just think he looks at angles and ways of coming at his opponent that are often a little bit different. His his mm. bouts just always look a bit different for me and I think that's why they're hard to to describe and to think about. And so, again, I was impressed, really impressed with him today. He's uh, he's just got so many wins <laughs> in the last little while. I well, mean, he's Kachikoshi today. He's Kachikoshi so and he's got those the last seven wins in a row. Just huge. And Mike Shearer too. He's knocking on the door of Sanyaku for sure, and I think they will need to answer that knock. I reckon. Toby Zaru, five and six. Takiyasu and Hokuto Fuji were next up on the dojo. Takiyasu intent on the pool today. It's dangerous, Hokuto Fuji. He came forward. We've seen it backfire only most recently with Takakesho. But Takiyasu, he needed all of the dojo to get out of the way, and he just oh. did it. He just didn't step out as Hokuto Fuji went down. So they called him on a wee, but I wasn't watching because no. it looked it looked like a clear win to Takiyasu. But I appreciate that they're checking. Look, at the end of the day, it was lovely footwork from Takiyasu, but all I could feel was this overwhelming sense of sadness. Yeah. It's Hokuto Fuji going Makakoshi yeah. today. That's his eighth loss. You don't want either of these guys to go Makakoshi, and they both have. And they both have. And, you know, I mean, Takiyasu picked up the win, but it was retreating sumo. I want to move on. Yep. Takiyasu, three and eight. Hokuto Fuji, same score. Kodnawaka at Maegashira, two up against Komisubi Daesho. Daesho was hitting hard out of the touchy eye, but while the thrust looked good, Kodnawaka was able to keep himself in close here. Kodnawaka, cleverly, he was attacking under the arms of Daesho when he had the chance. Uh, eventually, it was Kodnawaka's turn to attack. Here, Daesho quickly leapt out of the way, dodged an attack, uh, but Kodnawaka stabilised and turned to drive Daesho back. Kodnawaka tried to pull here, though, as Daesho worked his way off the bales. It didn't land, and this left Kodnawaka wide open for Daesho to finish this one off Oshidashi. Great perseverance from Daesho here, I, yeah. I thought. And actually from both of them, from Kodnawaka as well. They were breathing heavily afterwards. And Daesho, he did really well to last the distance because he had to do, you know, Kodnawaka's bigger and he had to sort of do more pushing then to get him out of the way. It's his first win against Kodnawaka. I think they've only fought three times in total, but still took him a couple of goes, three goes in fact, and it takes him to seven and four at Komasubi. Kodnawaka, he is six and five. Hoshoryu, Komasubi Hoshoryu and Magashira for Takanosho. We're up next and Takanosho, he got the right hand finally on the belt. He was really reaching for it. Hoshoryu was backing away trying to keep him off, but he slipped the fingers under and drove uh, strongly forward. Hoshoryu had the left outside grip, but Takanosho didn't let him rest for too long before lifting him around and onto the bales. Hoshoryu, he will never give up easily. And today he tried the sorogake. He hooked his leg around Takanosho's, but it didn't move Takanosho the way he wanted it to. Takanosho kept coming forwards and they fell, Hoshori fell backwards and he ended up falling first. They both fell, but 
Hoshiri was down first. Takanosha was just red hot. Yeah. Eight wins in a row now, just stamping his authority on this basho. Uh, was so good against Hoshoryu. He was really good. We, really withstood some quality uh, attacks from Hoshoryu. And when it was his time, he stood up and said, this is mine. Takanosho, 9-2 now. So suddenly this word Yusho and Takanosho have been used in the same sentence. The last time Takanosho, well, the closest he's come before was back in March 2020, where he got the Jun Yusho. He was the runner-up with a 12-3. and three score. Uh, that particular basho was won by Hakuho on 13-2. Mm. So he was very, very close. He was and was all- he Sekiwake then? Yes, he was. I'm making that up. I think he was. Uh, he did get the Kanto <laughs> Shaw there. So obviously knows what he's doing at the end of a tournament. Yeah, he sure does. He, his trajectory now until the end of this basho is interesting. It's certainly not easy. He's fought and beaten uh, the Yokozuna, yep. he's beaten uh, Shodai and um, Mitakuyumi. And he still needs to fight Takakesho. But he still needs to fight Takakesho. He still needs to fight Wakataka Kage. So they're two very difficult ones. He's beaten both Komasubi and he was beaten by Abi. So his two hardest opponents are Takakesho and Wakataka Kage. And then there's always the Magashira guys yeah. who, who yep. will offer a, a problem. And at Maigashira 4, he will probably come up against the lower ranks who are doing well. Well, tomorrow he's got, I mean, we can preview this now maybe, Ichi Yamamoto. Yeah. And I wonder if they've gone a little bit early on that. Mm, I think it'll be a good bout, although I just can't see Takanosho being beaten by Ichi Yamamoto at the mm. moment. Uh, that loss for Hoshoryu he, he takes his score to 6 and 5. The next bout, we had Ozeki Mitakumi up against Sekiwake Wakataka Kage. Uh, Wakataka Kage was on top early, moved Mitakumi around the doyo and landed a very strong double-handed Mayamawashi belt grip, both hands on the front. And I thought Mitakumi is in big, big trouble. Yeah. Mitakumi, I don't know how, but he bodied Wakataka Kage back to the bales with nothing but just strength and power. Uh Wakataka Kage, he was on the bales, but he moved himself off, responded with a couple of genuine throw attempts, but Mitakumi continued to withstand everything they lock up in the middle. It was clear here, Mitakumi had the looser Mawashi, uh, but when Wakataka Kage initiated, he went very, very low. Mitakumi sensed something was happening. He tried to pull on the arm of Wakataka Kage, but Wakataka Kage had the momentum had the balance and Mitakumi went over the bales. Yorikiri win for Wakataka Kage. Yeah, well done to Wakataka Kage here. I thought this looked like an Ozeki v Ozeki yeah. bout. I thought they both did so well. I loved how Mitakumi responded to this challenge. And I think we're starting to see it more and more with him now that he's not going down too often easily. Yeah. And that he's putting up great fights against great opponents. But you know, the takeaway from this is that Wakataka Kage is one of those great opponents now. And that pull through by Mitakiyumi, uh, I mean, I don't... I don't think it was bad. I don't think it was a mistake. You know, obviously you call something a mistake sometimes if it ends up not working, but it was definitely worth yep. worth trying at this point. And I love this back and forth between these two and I hope we see it a whole lot more. Wakataka Kage, he's six and five. Mitakiyumi, five and six. 
Endo and Ozeki Takakesho and the stars, they aligned for Takakesho today. His horoscope said, your first push will be good. And it was. Hands flat on Endo's shoulders, taking his time to attack again with the Nottawa. Endo, he didn't stand a chance. Oh, I haven't seen this sumo from Tucker Keisho for quite a while. This was like catching up with an old friend, yeah, wasn't it? it? Nice. You see this and you go, ah, it's good to be back. Yeah, Endo just flew backwards, didn't he? Oh, he really, really did that. As you said, that first thrust was just huge, really set him up. Surprised that it's Endo, that Tucker Keisho is doing this too. But he did. And this was over in the blink of an eye. Ozeki Tucker Keisho moving to 6'5 now. Good news for him. Endo is on the road to Kachikoshi at Maegashira 4. He's 4 and 7. We are at the second last bout of day 11. Maegashira 3, Tamawashi, up against Ozeki Shodai. They met at the Tachiai, Shodai. He was standing tall and holding back Tamawashi. But then all of a sudden, Shodai flicked Tamawashi to the side, down to the dirt. Tsukiyatoshi win for Shodai. You never see Shodai do this. You never see him thrust down, really. I, I'd have to go back. I mean, please correct me, someone, and have a look when the last time he did this. I'm um, Surely a, a simple query in Sumo DB would help, but um, you don't see it very often from him. I wonder if he's been watching other people's win tapes because the Harukikomi and the Tsukiyotoshi has, have been very popular this time around. Mm. I mean, next time we'll see... Tamawashi Henker, uh, see Shodai Henker or something. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Um, obviously, <laughs> this is uh, another day on the road to Kachikoshi for Ozeki Shodai. And I thought, I'm going to turn to the good book, the Bible. <laughs> Who would have thought? To see, to see what wisdom we can gain about walking this road. Isaiah 35, 8. Isaiah, yep. Isaiah. Mm. Isaiah? Isaiah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe Americans say Isaiah. 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 Let me channel American. <laughs> Isaiah. I, no, well, I shouldn't have pulled you up at all. <laughs> Isaiah. Now I, I don't know what to say. The big eye man. Chapter 35, sub chapter 8. And a great road will go through that once deserted land. It will be named the Highway of Holiness. <sighs> so I think for short eye, we abandon the idea of road to Kachikoshi. He's now on the Highway of Holiness. <laughs> <laughs> he only needs four more wins. Now, I is this what you're doing all day? Yeah, I, I found <laughs> How the, do you find this? I found the Bible. <laughs> you have. Um, Isaiah went on to say, "Evil-minded people will never travel on it." Ooh. Okay, I don't know about Terence that. Yoshi does. <laughs> oh, He's geez. on it right now. Uh, it will be only for those who walk in God God's ways. Fools will never walk there. And I thought I disagree with that. Mm. Anyone can be on the road to Kachikoshi. Mm. Or the Highway of Holiness. <laughs> Can or, other people be on the Highway of Holiness or is it just short eye? At the moment only short eye, but mm. I think we'll assess people day to day. Yeah. And, you know, there might be certain conditions where you upgrade from road to Kachikoshi mm. to highway. Mm. Highway to holiness probably works better. Yeah. That implies that short eye is going to be holy one day. I don't mind that. No. Well, he's short- ho- holy already. Short eye with a little angel thing. I like it. Uh, short eye. His Holiness, four <laughs> and seven. Tamawashi, six and five. <laughs> oh, look, I don't have anything as good to follow that up. Just a little old bout between the Yokozuna Terunofuji and Sekiwake Abi. Abi came in hot and he stood Terunofuji up and then he tried to pull him forward, but he doesn't think that Terunofuji, he doesn't want to fall anymore. It would hurt him more to fall down than 
just to stumble forward and so he just catapults forward into Arby and then controls it into a big old push-out. I didn't even think he was that out of control, Terunofuji. I thought this pull was so misguided Mm. by Mm. Arby. It's a cheap trick that might work lower down, but Terunofuji to me, never really overcommits forward enough that a pull down's going to work. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. quite good at keeping those big legs underneath him. Yeah, I guess that's what I meant in that he's he's not going to let himself no. fall forward. Exactly. And by stumble I meant take a couple of steps. Yeah. But he, he doesn't want to fall. He doesn't want to bend those knees any more than he has to. Yeah. So disappointing sumo today from Sekiwake Abi with that loss five and six. Yokozuna Terunofuji, Kachikoshi for him eight and three. So that means that Takanosha Magashira 4 is out in the lead by himself on nine wins. And on eight wins, we have five Rikishi. There's Terunofuji, Kiribayama, Ura, Sadanaumi and Ichiyamamoto. Okay, well, as you said before, the big bout for tomorrow, Ichiyamamoto on 8-3 <laughs> up against Takanosho. What bout of the day is that? Uh, is that a bit before it, the end? It's a little bit after halfway. Yep. No, they show no respect. You fight where you need to fight. <laughs> uh, looking at those other rikishi on eight wins, Terunofuji takes on Wakataka Kage. Oof. Ura takes on Takakesho in the second last bout of the day. Uh, Kiribayama takes on Wakamoto Haru. And where's little Sadanumi? All the way down against Shimanumi. Oh, okay. So I don't know what he has on his uh, schedule tomorrow with regards to wedding planning. But I hope it works out because Sadanumi uh, is in very, very good form at the moment. <laughs> I think he has to pick the hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll uh, be with you tomorrow for day 12 and see you then. Bye.